Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. Everybody out there in the DC universe, welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 106. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by BatmanOnFilm.com. Check out all the other great podcasts on our network by hanging on over to BOF, clicking the podcast drop down, and just picking one. That's all you gotta do is pick one. Pick one. That's all you gotta do. That's what Batman said to the Flash. Pick one. So there you go. Uh, where am I? Uh, I am your co-host on the other side of the Hudson River. I'm a senior contributor to Batman on Film. I am Peter R. Verite, recorded on January 28th, 2023. And in just a few days, you will know our plan. And as always, we have a great show for you today. Before you get into the good stuff, you'll uh, like to know that if you enter our Straight of Gotham monthly contest, you can do that by just reviewing our show on iTunes. If we read your review on air, you have just won said contest and you get a prize pack of really cool stuff. Uh, comic books, action figures, uh, matchbox cars, all the good stuff. There's, there's a bunch of cool stuff in the in the prize pack, so make sure you uh, enter it, write some reviews so we can read it. Uh, even if you hate us, uh, I, can, I can deal with a good burn. Um, now, uh, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, a man not known for the size of his heart, but for the size of the bulge in his pants. The man who won the 1987 West Islip Boomer Esiason Orange Juice Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, junior Batman film contributor, the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman. Oh, boy. I don't know what to say at that one. Well, all I can say is the robe is on, the robe is closed. I haven't seen anything. So if anyone's wondering. Well, no, I'm not even wearing a robe. To be honest, I'm not wearing a robe. Well, I guess I, you could just put that thought in everyone's head. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> the robe is on. The robe is closed. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, there are clothes on under the robe. So therefore, there is like two layers of protection. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't. I, I mean, I can't even talk about my my accomplishment after that. My heart, not my heart, but the bulge in my pants. I, I don't know where to go with that one. I'm kind of speechless. Eric, champion speechless. Look at you say. I don't even know. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. How are you, Pete? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How are you? I'm good, man. Um, are you sure? Yeah, I've been busy, obviously. You look nervous. Busy. Nervous for what? You look scared. You scared? Scared of what? I don't know. You tell me. You look scared. I'm, I'm not scared. Again, I was just uh, I was kind of um side side <laughs> side swiped. getting I was side swiped by that that comment. Um, don't know what to say. Um, side <laughs> swipe. Yeah, like can you know? You kind of cheap shotted me with that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's a cheap shot. <laughs> no, not in a bad way. Just you know. Yeah. Uh, it's all in fun. I don't, you know, I don't care. It's fine. I'm all. In, it's all in fun. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, just been crazy, crazy stuff today. Um, actually, yeah, the day we're recording is my mother's 92nd birthday. Oh, really? What are you? What are you guys doing yeah. for Mama Holzman's birthday? We're taking her to this steakhouse 
um, here on Long Island. And mm-hmm. uh, it's about my fa- anytime my family gets together, it's just a big deal. And it's just us, the immediate group. So it's mm-hmm. 30 people. It's 30 mm-hmm. of us. Um, and we're going, they, we got this little room. It's this prefix menu. Um, so, yeah. We're you doing usually that. get the steak a la Elique, correct? That's a German dish. <laughs> a la? Right. Allah is a German dish. It's a German dish. It's it's um with a French it's a fried steak overcooked over potatoes with some onion cr- uh, cracklings and uh, some boar meat sprinkled on top. Some onion shredded boar meat. Cracklings? What the hell onion is a crackling? crackling? I don't. It's German. I don't know these things. Well, first of all, if it was German. It would either be Vaughn or another connection. Allah. <laughs> Just wanted to just wanted to clear that part up. Um, <laughs> Doug will back me up on this. He's a, he's pretty much got his PhD in German uh, articulation and aerodynamics. He, he's he's really pra- he's he's um practicing for the germ off that we're gonna have. The germ off, Jesus Christ, that's almost as good as E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who put the germ off in <laughs> into existence. I mean, I I didn't name it. A few episodes ago. Over- if I came up with a name, it'd be a lot better than Germoff. No, we have it on <laughs> recording. I can bring it, I can play it back for you if you want. Right. Gonna, we're gonna have to go to the videotape here. We're one. gonna have to go to the videotape because yes, the Germoff is uh, is real. Because we you said we should have a, a cooking competition, and you called it the Germoff. Oh jeez, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but here we are. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're doing for mom. So, nice. Uh, nice. It's crazy. Make sure, you know what? Um, you should take a picture of your steak a la Eric, and then post it. And then it, retroactively, people will get it. I don't even know if I'm having the steak. There's Who goes there. to a steakhouse and doesn't get steak? Because they have lamb chops on the menu, and I haven't had lamb, so I might get that. It's a, it's, yeah, but you go to, for the steak. They had steak. That's the thing. It's not a lamb house. Do you, is there any such thing as a lamb house? This, I don't know, like Ed's deep fried lamb grill. Like it's probably no. there out in, in Sayreville. <laughs> Sayreville's in New Jersey. Well, that's not my, it's your problem, not mine. It's pretty close to me. Yeah. It's, well, you tell me how it is. You tell me the where the lamb house is. And I'll go. And I will go. If you find the lamb house, I promise you I will go there. <laughs> the <lamb house. laughs> Just sheep get slaughtered. Get your lamb chops and your wool all in one spot. The show, the show is starting off fantastic, everyone. <laughs> yeah, people are like, what is going on? I was like, <laughs> I was like, is weed legal in New York now, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have had two cups of coffee in my big Nick's mug, so that could be why. I might be over-caffeinated well, right now. There you go. Bouncing off the He's wall. He's all nicked up. <laughs> I am. Seriously. Yep, I figuratively and literally, I'm all mixed up That's right it, now. That's it, baby. That's it. Yeah. Well, hey, they get, yeah. they had a they've had a couple big wins lately, Cleveland and Boston. So I'll be there Sunday. Looking forward for that. Yeah. Are they playing Sundays or Rangers? They play right? tonight. They play the Nets today, so I think they. But that's in Brooklyn. Rangers are probably tomorrow. Oh, it is. Okay. They're playing in Brooklyn. All right. Saturday. So yeah, so that's been good. At least uh, I can't talk about my hockey team. They've kind of sucked. Even though I did go to the game last night and they won two nothing, so 
That's yeah. good. Devils won in overtime. Steve Hill talking like this down Texas. Them, 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 them stars, they lost in overtime that night, but them devils, it's like, it's like down, down all over again. Just need about, yeah, Belfort, he can stop that puck. I tell you what, them New Jersey devils, they're fast down there. They're not, and he made that goal, and then the devils won a cup, and then the devils, and the stars just can't repeat. It's just crazy. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to you, Steve. I have no idea what Pete just said. Something about De- Dallas and Devils, and I-, I lost all the rest of the, the lost in translation, the, the middle piece. But uh, the whole like body of it, I just kind of lost. Uh, but, Steve will um, understand. That's deep, that's deep Southern Texan right there. Good. I'm glad someone understands, because I don't. Bill won't understand that, because that's good. not uh, Southeast Texan. Not Cajun enough? Yeah, it's not it's Cajun not, enough. It's not Cajun middle. enough? I'm a man of many languages and dialects. But Steve did post a picture of that cool Matchbox Batmobile from Returns, right? That was cool. That was Batman Forever. That was Forever, yeah. Yeah, that looks great. That was cool. Joel Joel doesn't get enough love, I think. I think people are really unfair to Joel. Batman Forever was a huge hit in 95. People loved it. They thought the movie like saved Batman at the time. You know, I like Joel, Forever. So, you know, people want to always crap on Batman and Robin, and rightfully so. But I, I, I think you got to put some respect on Batman Forever's name. I like because you know that's the real Riddler, right? You know, pink hair, you know, perverted jokes. Like, that's the Riddler. I'm just saying that's the real Riddler. You can't be the Riddler unless you got a pink flat top. Got to have that pink flat top. Can't be the Riddler. Remember, I think it's more the Riddler. suit, the green unitard that people were. I'm just saying. We're, we're looking. Real Riddler's got a pink flat top. Remember that. Well, <laughs> there's no such thing as the real riddler he's all they're all fake everyone if that's news to you just put that out there they're not real people so except aquaman because like, he's talking right now there's our uh, well yeah so we've gotten uh, wow 10 minutes in when and we haven't talked one thing about, <laughs> about the news yet so i think we should start uh with our with our daily news mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's been an interesting week. I think the biggest thing to come out this week was the uh, Shazam trailer, at least for me. Um, uh, that makes two of us right there, pal. I, in fact, I think we are the only two people who enjoyed this trailer. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you go by the internet for some reason. Yeah, I didn't think it would be this polarizing. Uh, you know, I don't understand people's complaints. Like, I thought the CGI was fine. I don't understand what people are saying. It looks... Eric, I mean, I didn't you okay. get like some satisfaction from the destruction of Citizens Bank Park? <laughs> like it's reminded me of like Godzilla King of the Monsters when they destroyed Fenway. I was like, okay, this is yeah, like I like where this is going. This is great direction. <laughs> yeah. Although I do like that I do like that ballpark. Yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful ballpark. I've gone there myself a few times. But Philly's been on a run lately. We've got to calm them down. Yeah, we gotta you know, slow your roll. You know? We'll just destroy your ballpark in the movie. Yeah. That's all. That's fine. But no, I mean, it's. I think it's everything you would want from a Shazam movie. I guess maybe people are upset about the villains not being actual villains for the character, and I think that's... I mean, been... how do I know Lucy Liu and, you know, Zachary Levi aren't going to go to fisticuffs at some point? She's an no. angel, for crying out loud. She can fight. Like, you know, the trailer didn't show you the entire movie. The movie's like two hours long. I know. Like, what are you all upset? I, I dug the emotional beats. I liked how uh, Billy is trying to bring his family back together. They've kind of gone. It seems like they've kind of separated since powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary seems to play a big part in this. Billy's, you know, questioning, you know, his powers. And he even you, you even hear the wizard say, like, I spent years searching for a champion. Now you want to give up? Like, it seems like it's pretty deep rooted in family in family and, uh, and stuff like that. So, like, I don't know. Like, I thought it was pretty heavy and. Sandberg is good when it comes to stuff like that. If you ever see Lights Out, like that's a pretty, you know, family rooted horror movie. And you're just like, 
oh wow i didn't expect this from that like so the guy's talented so like i trust him and you know i said this on the uh on the bf show i do with bill like the first one was superman meets big well this kind of looks like superman meets godzilla you know, and I'm down for it. Like it's, I, I think it's cool. I liked all the Shazam moments. He looks so heroic, and then so vulnerable at times. And like I was like, oh wow, this looks like it's going to be a real adventure. Yeah, and I think people like I know the Wisdom of Solomon thing comes up every once in a while, and they're like, well, why is he acting when he's Shazam? Why is he acting or Captain Marvel? Sorry, why is he acting like he's a big kid? And <clears throat> well, Billy's I, really stupid, so he's just naturally smarter. <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> but I think I think there was one run um, in the comics where he was kind of the more when he turned into Captain Marvel, he was still kind of a kid. Yeah, it's Jeff think, Johns. This right, is, Jeff it's Jones, Jeff, right. It's, this is very based in what Jeff Johns thinks of Shazam. Right. So that's what is based off of. So people need to relax again. Uh, let's wait and see the movie. But I think the trailer for me, if you're when you think about Shazam. He's a very, when you think about all the heroes, the concept of Shazam is very comic booky to begin with. Ooh. And I feel like this is what we're getting. Like, this is what. I also think is. if you're going to start complaining about the, the wisdom of Solomon, you're a little too late because this is the second movie, not the first. Exactly. <laughs> so I already know what I'm in store for. So your argument just seems like it's a little delayed. Yeah. So, I mean, looks like a lot of fun. Like you said, a lot of heart, too. There's a lot of heart in this. Just like the first one, there was a lot of heart in that one, too. Um, I think it's going to entertain everyone to go see it. I think it's a good movie for all ages. Uh, I don't know. Again, maybe if there's more horror elements like we got in the first one, maybe little kids it may not be great for. But I mean, I don't know. It was everything I was looking for in this movie I got in the trailer. So I really can't. Yeah, like I'm kind of excited. I really can't complain uh, from what I saw, but again, you everyone has their thoughts and feelings, and if it didn't work for you, it didn't work for you. I hope you still go see it. Uh, but if it didn't work for you, that's fine. I'm I'm going to see this one. I'm really excited. Yes, and let's talk about the other trailer that we had in the rundown: the Harley Quinn Valentine's Day special. Dude, that thing! I I was grinning ear to ear. Oh my god! It's just like <laughs> that thing is so crazy. I feel like we're gonna laugh nonstop. That thing is so insane. I can't believe where they went with it. Like the, some of the clips in the I mean, trailer, I was like, porn at one point. Seriously. I was like, holy crap. I was like, wow. You see people like they're talking in the front and then there's like a guy going down the girl in the backseat of the car and you just it's see great. this whole, it's amazing. It's, it's what real life should be like. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an amazing show. And I love that they're not holding back for this. I love that they're going there with it. I they have pushed so many boundaries yeah. and so many limits on this show. I give them so much credit because it's pretty brilliant and it's worked. You know, it seems to be the only thing that survives uh, the Zaslav effect, right? Like it's it's the only thing that hasn't gotten canceled yet. Everything else is ending except for Harley Quinn. I guess because it's a cartoon, it's it's going to just naturally make it. Um, yeah, it, it's absolutely insane. I couldn't believe what I watched. I cannot. Be- I can't wait to watch it. I'm so yeah. excited. Like. I can't wait for. I haven't been this excited for Valentine's Day in years. <laughs> it's so really. I was totally surprised. Of because again, of course, they push the envelope on the show, but this to me is just like all the way as far yeah. as they could go. They went. Oh, there's a bondage like, scene in the trailer. Yeah, I was like, is this like the send off? Is this the final episode? Because you guys are going out with a bang. I was so good. 
so good. So, guys, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, please go watch it. Uh, and if you're not watching the show, you're missing out. It's a really good show. Uh, you know, it, it's it's deep rooted in the character we all characters we've all gotten to know, but it's such an amazing take on them. It's great. If you're not watching Harley Quinn, you're missing out. So definitely. I should watch. have known Batwoman, but no one tuned in either. So yeah, not the same. You thing. can't. You can't make <laughs> everyone do anything. Not the same thing. Sorry. Not yeah, it is. Thing. It's good television. Well, you did mention things canceling, and the sad news for me this week was that Titans and Doom Patrol will be this will be the final season, which was kind of like the writing was kind of on the wall uh, when everything started happening. When Zaslav took over, and we started, we knew that CW shows were ending. I was kind of like, I was hoping maybe we they'd squeeze out one more, but uh, mm-hmm. not going to happen. So this season of Titans and Doom Patrol are it are the final t- seasons. Um, so yeah, as we know, we already got the first six of Titans and Doom Patrol is in the middle of the six, right? Mm-hmm. We've gotten three or four so far. I think, I think they're on the same pace actually. So yeah, I know they're both, it's six and six, but Doom Patrol came out afterwards. So where are we at? I haven't been follow. I have not been watching each week. Are we done with the first six on Doom Patrol? I don't know yet. I think so. I, I'm, I'm far behind. Yeah, I'm not far behind. I'm just behind. So, but obviously for me, it's sad. I I was one of the few that really liked Titans from the beginning. This season, yeah, was kind of different. I agree. It's not it had it's not the best season that they've had, but um, you know, I, I like from the beginning. I like that they were edgy. They were different. They were trying to do something different with these characters. Some of some of it is hit. Some of it is missed, but. Overall, I think they've done a good job, again, um, exposing people to these characters that, you know, before we hadn't seen much of. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree that I'm happy that some of these characters got the exposure they need. But I, I just, Titans is getting rough, man. I, I To the point where, like, I'm like, oh, I'll watch it later. It's It was just, this season for Titans was a rough one for me. But uh, Doom Patrol was good. I liked it. Um, I did feel like this season, it kind of felt like it's run its course. Kind of like, okay, we've been here. We've done this. Like, it's kind of four seasons of the same stuff over and over again. And while I still think the writing and the acting is top notch, I just, it's not really bringing anything new this season. It's still good, but it's not, it's nothing that's like blowing me away, but I, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's bonkers. It's definitely bonkers as always, but um, yeah, uh, I get it. I think four, what are, they, what are they both got? Four seasons each? Yep. I think uh, that's a good run. That's a damn good run. Four seasons TV, especially when you're you were on a, a you started off on a really cheap streamer and then you just moved on to a different like you know you've been basically on two different networks so um, interesting uh, journey. Uh, Titans was up and down. Doom Patrol is a little bit more steady in the positive. Yeah, um, probably for Titans the best stuff for me was uh, when Scarecrow got involved and it became basically like you know gotham city sidekicks last season yeah <laughs> yeah you know like last season was probably the highlight of it for me um and i enjoyed all the controversy fuck batman was fun for a while watching people like justin get all upset for nothing um like you know anytime like anytime like warner brothers can get under justin's skin it's like oh that's it dude it's a good one. it's it so seem, funny of course love justin but it doesn't seem like it takes much no it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it does it's funny it's funny. <laughs> he, it's like uh, all those Wally West fans out there who like to argue with me all the time. It's like, he's he's kind of set in his ways of what he wants, and when yeah. it doesn't happen, he's kind of like, okay, 
this doesn't work for me. And that's fine. That's cool. I, you know, but I was, like, yeah. I was like, Hey, this doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, so there was a statement released by, um, who was his name? God, I'm forgetting. Greg Walker. Sorry. The showrunner for Titans, Greg Walker. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm immensely proud of our gifted cast crew and writing staff and their efforts in bringing to life all 49 episodes over the last five plus years. I couldn't have asked for better partners in Berlanti Productions, Warner Brothers Television, HBO Max, and from the beginning, Jeff Johns and Akiva Goldsman. I'm incredibly grateful for their unyielding trust throughout the process. Lastly, I have to thank our incredible fans for their continued support, engagement, and the passionate community they've built around our show. We have six episodes left to unleash upon the world that we hope will give our beloved characters the creative closure we all know they deserve. Uh, So... There you have it. Now, I wonder going forward, a lot of people have were speculating uh, that Gunn is going to include these characters going forward. Um, uh, when, when you say these characters, um, there, I believe there's one and one only, and that is Richard John Grayson. Okay. <laughs> I think that is the character. Um, because I think at some point we will get Batman and Robin in the DC shared universe. And I think that'll happen. Fa- I think that'll happen faster than uh, most people are anticipating. Um, right. But yeah, I, don't I think, think that's the one character that James Gunn has his eye on. Yeah. I believe some of the stuff I was reading, it was more like, Oh, these versions of the character. And I'm like, well, why? No, I don't understand that. Um, unless you did I, something with Nightwing. That's I don't I see but. The, anyone from this HBO Max CW stuff crossing over to silver screen stuff. Like I just right. I, that I don't see. If you want to have, if you want to have the argument that Godot and Momoa transfer from the old universe to the new universe, I think you can make that argument and have a fair shot at it. Right. I, I think you're really up shit's creek with a, I don't know, a fork. Without a paddle. <laughs> Not even a paddle. You got a fork. <laughs> like. That's it. Like, you, there's no shot that you're going to yeah. see Robot Man by Brendan Fraser hopping up on the big screen and interacting with right. anyone in a shared universe. Right. As shared as that universe got, it was CWH for me. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, I don't see. Um, I don't see that. When people are saying that, I'm like, I, you guys are really reaching because <laughs> I don't. That see sounds like that something you'd see on Screen Rant. Yeah. So it was just it, obviously when these things happen, you just especially now with Twitter, how. If you're even if you tweet on any topic, you get this thing in the future like, oh, things you might be interested in. And then they start giving you, they start just giving you tweets from people talking about certain things. And that's where I would see these conversations. So, uh, I mean, hey, if you want to hope, then hope. I can't stop anyone from hoping. But I will I, say that there are some really, really dumb ideas out there by fans that well, I see on my feed. Fans are going to fan. I mean, they say this, some of them say the dumbest things. I'm just like, man. I can't believe you hit send. <laughs> like, wow. Jesus. I don't tweet much, but uh, I do a lot of retweeting of our show. That's kind of what I do. But when well, I read a tweet, I'm just like, damn, you're an idiot. <laughs> I know. And of course, these fans we're talking about, some of them immediately when this happens, took shot at, at, of James Gunn and Peter Safran saying that they're the reason that Titans and Doom Patrol were canceled. Although we found out from James Gunn that no, this indeed happened before the decision happened before they took over. So we don't have uh, 
guys need to calm down and relax again. That's going to be my key phrase for people right now. Is just relax because it sucks. Yes. Yeah. Hey, look, Gunn told us at the end of the month, we're going to have the plan. Right. Right. So I'm not surprised that things are getting canceled before he's going to announce the plan. Right. And even if this stuff got canceled before he was coming, I mean, if you guys really want this like one singular shared universe, don't you guys kind of want it to be cohesive and not kind of patched together? Yeah. I feel like for so many years we've been putting like, I don't know, painter's tape on, on leaks, like, you know, that blue tape that doesn't really stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that and it hasn't yeah, worked just to do guys. your edging just to do your edging yeah, on like the, yeah. you know like you're gonna you actually need like you know at least try duct tape we haven't even tried duct tape recently but like let's just let's foundation up let's start fresh like why do we want to have the all these crazy continuities and try to blend them into one like i, I just that's what i'm saying like fans don't know what they want all they want is to sit down and watch something fans want they'll complain about anything no matter what you give them they're never going to be happy right they just need something to watch. This way they can complain about it. They can hashtag evil about it or they can not go, you know, like it's just. <laughs> you get, I mean, and yes. It's frustrating, man. Yeah. And they get attached to things. And then when those things get taken away, they, they, rea- they don't react. They act like children. Things. Right. You don't, you're not just like, well, okay, we had a nice. Like some of these people are grown men. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I know. I don't get like, it don't either. Don't you have to pay your rent? Like, isn't that a bigger problem? <laughs> Yeah, like, and why does it have to always have to be somebody's fault? Like, <laughs> like, you know you whose just... fault it is? It's the creator's fault because they didn't create something that was a massive success. It was just marginally okay. Right. Right. Like if if Titan and Doom Patrol were um, House of the Dragon or maybe now The Last of Us, which is fantastic. They maybe, go nowhere. Right. Maybe they'd still be on. But it's definitely not James Gunn's fault every time something bad happens or you don't get the news you want, it's not exactly his fault. And this time it wasn't. So just relax, guys. And as Pete mentioned, the plan is supposed to be, he said it was coming in January, and we have three days left in January. Which so, I'm assuming means we're going to get it on Monday or Tuesday, right? Or, right. No, I no, would ass- Tuesday. I would ass- yeah. yeah. I would assume Monday would be my guess. Um, You know, and people are obviously are anxious uh, we've gotten Jason Momoa's kind of hinted that things were coming, and he's like, "Oh, I can't wait to you guys." What if Momoa's right the new Superman? <laughs> Good God! Can that you imagine like a clean cut Momoa? I can't. Yeah, I don't I think either. it would work. Like that's part of his thing. If they did that, like if they had ever said, "Oh, we want to do a more traditional Aquaman," and they cut his hair short and gave him like dyed it completely blonde, I'd be like, "No." <laughs> that's not gonna work i wonder what he would look like that'd be weird yeah to think about but uh yeah so guys this announcement should be coming in the next few days uh maybe pete, have, pete and i haven't done this in a while but maybe when they do announce it we'll do another show a real quick quick one we'll yeah. just pop on and do a quick show if we have the time. An emergency podcast yeah we'll do an emergency pod or maybe we could set up an IBL for it real quick and return the Iceberg Lounge talking about the slate. Whatever the slate is that we get. I hope to God it's a typical Warner Brothers slate and it's like five <laughs> movies and just like two TV shows. And it's not like, I was like, see, that's it. That's, that's exactly what they do every time. They just announce a bunch of movies. <laughs> like it's nothing crazy. He didn't announce the next 15 years of your life. 
No, because yeah, the ambitious slates for for DC should should never happen again. <laughs> let's let's just try it try it small first and see if that works. And don't get anyone too excited because that's just. But we should have, guys, we should have answers soon. That's all we're saying. At least part of the answer, because he said he's going to give us part of the plan. So, Which will be the first, like, five movies. Right. What do you think the first movie is? Give you a guess. Oh, man. I don't even know. Uh, To me, it's obvious it's Superman because he's writing it. Like, that's the only one we know of that's being written. Mentally, that's where my head goes right away, too, because he's Superman. So you're like, that would make the most sense. Like mm-hmm. Superman coming first, mm-hmm. but I don't know with this guy. <laughs> he, he he's so off the wall. He could pick something completely random. Ambush Bug is the first movie. <laughs> the Adventures of Condiment universe. King. There we go. Yeah, Condiment King. Condiment King origin <laughs> story leading into the bat the DCU Batman. All right, that's where that would be crazy. James Gunn's Condiment King kills Martha and, and Thomas Wayne, and that's what it is. And then people are scared with ketchup. Yeah. Literally, they're like, we can't figure out if it's blood or ketchup. And they're like, he's like, we need the world's greatest detective. And he's like, that's it. He retroactively solves his parents' murder. <laughs> that's it. That's what James Gunn's going to do. That's it, guys. Here. We just told you. You're going to see this on comic book resources in like 15 minutes. <laughs> yep. Yep. We got this covered. We'll have this covered. The podcast claims Condor King kills James Gunn's Batman and his parents. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. We got this covered. They're on it. They're yeah. bugging. They're bugging our taping right now. <laughs> what's the other one? What's oh, what's the stupid one? Oh man. Oh, dude, what's it called? I can't remember. I mean, you're saying what's the stupid one that does that leave that has a lot of possibilities. <laughs> There's another one. It's got the purple website. Not Mikey Sutton. What's the other guy? Oh, name? I know oh. what you're talking about too. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, and I he used to, he used to party name. around with Lightcast before Lightcast got sued to oblivion. Oh, I forget. That's another asshole who used to take shots to me, and now he's canceled. Suck know. it, fanboy! Why are people taking shots at you? You don't deserve. Uh that. because I. This was back when uh, Congress Godzilla was coming out, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like my mom's pumped for Congress Godzilla." She has no idea what Zack Snyder's Justice League is. So he took like this audio clip and he played it. And he's like, who cares what this guy's mom thinks? And I was like, uh, I don't like you. <laughs> That's going to come to bite you in the ass. And then oh, he got God, sued because he started tracing other people's artwork and selling it for some stupid zaddy project. I'm telling you guys, don't trust these zaddies. Any of them. Even the zaddies who are fighting the other zaddies. Like, there's no such thing as a good zaddy. Sorry. Well, that, well, that's not true. Uh, yeah, it is. Well, I don't know. Yep. There anyone are... who anyone who's ever threatened anyone. Anyone. Well, ever... yeah. Well, no. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, those people. Yes, I agree. Psychos. I agree. Yes. I, I get. I get. Along. I, I always throw anybody. <laughs> and you know, most people who bought that T-shirt. You know, some good people I know actually bought that T-shirt. Nico Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I knew he wanted to. There was one time I saw Daddy Bats in a T-shirt. I was so disappointed. I was like, "Oh God, they want that." As long as you're to me, if you're, you can support stuff if you're not. I guess, mind, but I'm not but... supporting Fiona. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole thing. Remember, it was all a con anyway. Buy my T-shirt so I can pay for my bots. 
all was. Yep. Jesus. I still, I mean, not to, go off on a, not to go off on a complete tangent here, but I still can't. I would love how, to go off on a tangent on this topic. Please continue. How deep that web went. Like, how deep that story turned out to be. The, the crazy part is we knew all this stuff like two years before the Tatiana Siegel article. I know. But it was just crazy. Who's a credited like, reporter of 15 years working for various trade publications, but no follower because she's a veteran and knows what she's talking about. Instead, listen to the rant mode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Bad. That's crazy. That, that, <laughs> I sw- there needs to be a movie made about this. Zaddy not culture, a, how to get out of the basement. Not a like, documentary. <laughs> not a documentary. An actual like movie with cast members and like like, like the social stars. network. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we God. need we need that. We need no, that. Tim no. Rooney, if you're listening, get on it. We'll we'll help you out. <laughs> we will help you out because that oh, this God. story needs to be told. So definitely, don't know. <laughs> there's been enough talk. We we talk about zaddies enough. The untold story of stupidity in filmmaking. All right. Well, let's get let's get to stuff that did work. <laughs> let's switch gears to stuff that did work. Uh, of course, Joker, the first Joker, was a massive success, made a billion dollars at the box office. And we mm. know part two is coming. Mm. And not part of a shared universe. Not part of a shared universe, yes. And Lady Gaga, as we know, has been cast as Harley Quinn. And apparently she's deep in work on um, this. They're saying that the reason why people haven't heard anything from her is because she's laying low and focusing on the work. She's completely immersed in the Joker sequel. And a lot of her energy is going towards that. So this is kind of what she does. Even when she was getting ready to play on house of Gucci, Mm -hmm. the movie, the house of Gucci movie, she did the same thing there. She gets Mm -hmm. very, you know, into the role and works through it. I'm still wondering what we're going to get music wise, if anything from her. So I wonder if she's composing anything for the film. As we know, it is a musical. I hope so. Right. So, but yeah. So that that's cool to hear. That that was all know. I love Laga. She's my girl. This is going to kick ass. It is. I got huge expectations for this movie, and specifically her performance. I think her performance is going to be insane. I can't wait from the music to the acting. I think she's going to crush the role. And I think Margot Robbie's got a little bit to worry about. Because <laughs> I think uh, Lady Gaga's that good. I think she'll be uh, fantastic in the role. I mean, I don't know if I don't know. I mean, her acting chops to me are hit or miss. Like I thought, like even in A Star Is Born, everyone's like she she was really great. I'm like, well, she kind of just played a version of herself. She's a pop star herself in life, so she just kind of did a version of that, and just whatever. Um, yeah, but she's also like she's an Italian girl. It, she's just automatically crazy, so she's just <laughs> playing another version of herself. but she was her acting in house of gucci was fantastic like she was very good in that so again italian girl playing italian girl (laughs) crazy italian girl yes that's what she did (laughs) she's gonna crush this guys so yeah i mean i i have full faith in her and in phillips to get the performance out of her that that he wants for this movie and obviously when you're paired with someone like joaquin phoenix who's so great uh you know you're usually that'll that can prop an actress up or an actor up and get more out of that performance. So I'm totally expecting great things for this film, but yeah, it's good to hear that she's that immersed in it and that this thing is, you know, really on its way. It's coming. Uh, so pumped. bring yeah. it on baby. Bring me it on too, man. The f- this will probably be the, uh, 
Jeez, one of the last standalone superhero movies you're ever going to watch. <laughs> Until the Batman 2. Yeah, it's what, as I said, one of the last. Like, you got, like, you got Joker 2, you got Batman 2, hopefully Batman 3, and then that's it. Well, no, no. It's all have, shared shit. You have Blue Beetle, because we don't do know. We know. Do we know it? We don't know yet. We can't, can't. I don't want to say that without certainty. I don't know if Blue Beetle's connected to the past, the future, or oh, that's true. God that's knows what point. timeline. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. That's a good point. I, I, I don't know about Blue Beetle just yet, so. I don't know how they're putting, how they're going forward with that one. So, yeah, that's a good point. Didn't think of that. So, from the big screen to the small screen, let's go. Hasbulla? Not Hasbulla, no. Whoa. Sorry. Not Hasbulla. Although, he, if he played this role, it'd be kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, Pete, you were you were very effusive in your praise for um, John Cryer's uh, version of Lex Luthor. I love it. I think it's great. And, Until probably the end of season six of Supergirl. And you were kind of upset when we found out he wasn't going to be returning. Sad day. As Superman and Lois's Lex, but Michael Cudlitz has been cast. Abraham. Yes. So. uh, Interesting. Uh, You know, hopefully he shaves his head. Uh, Interesting to see we've had bearded Lex for two shows now. I wonder if the trend will continue. Right. Um. He's kind of gingery, so I imagine we might. Uh, well, actually, you know what? That kind of fits. Lex Luthor the second was a. He had a long Abraham uh, ginger beard, so uh, right. this actually could work. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but he's a great actor. Um, as long as they replace one actor with another, we all know that Superman and Lois takes place on a different Earth with doppelgangers. Right. Doppelgangers is that how it's pronounced? Gangers. Doppelgangers, yes. Yeah. So uh, let's. Uh, you know what? I want to see Superman versus Lex. So let's get to it. You know, I've seen Super Supergirl versus Lex recently. I want to see some Superman versus Lex. It's been a little bit. Put him in that suit, let him fight it out, and uh, give me fifteen minutes of Slugfest. Yeah, uh, I when this was announced, I was kind of surprised. I mean, not that he doesn't have the chops to do it; it just wouldn't have been one of my choices to play Lex. But hey, I, he's an accomplished television actor. He's been in some films too. I've liked his work. So yeah, I'm I'm down. Let's see see where they go with this and. See what happens. Uh, we will be getting him in this season, season three coming up. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see another version of Lex. I liked the one on Titans that we got a little two minute ca- <laughs> with Titus well overplayed him. I thought that was yeah. a good take. I was hoping he'd be around longer. Me too. I was hoping he'd be around longer, but hopefully this version will be around longer. Uh, so I'm looking forward. This is one of the shows I'm actually looking forward to this season. I'm looking forward to season three. So nice. We will see. And John Cryer actually spoke about his casting and he gave him support and he said he's not going to lie. It sounds like this version of Lex is going to be very fun to play. He's jealous, but he thinks Cudlitz is going to crush it. So, yep, I agree. I agree. Support by the old CW Lex for the new CW Lex. Just sounds like a good old SAG member. Yes. You like to see that. You like to see camaraderie amongst coworkers. So we have Here's... that coming, guys. So there's there's camaraderie with these two. Maybe they'll share notes and ask you questions. Know, it's like me and Eric were always sharing things. Sometimes share too much, like what's under the robe. But we're always sharing <laughs> stuff. You know. You know who you know who could share a little bit less. 
That Justin Kowalski, he's an overshare. <laughs> Overshares? He's overshares. A little bit. I don't know. Maybe a little bit. He's like, oh, I just tattooed my left knuckle. It's crazy, dude. Check this out. I'm like, Justin, I don't need to see that. <laughs> he's like, oh, no, dude, I just, I just mixed this great cranberry, strawberry, and rutabaga ice cream. Check this out. I'm like, Justin, I can't taste this. <laughs> yeah, he's dude. like, oh, dude, the waves are crazy out here in California. It's nuts. You know, just Southern California, hanging out in the valley, dude. It's just amazing. I'm like, Justin, I'm just, it's cold here. Stop. He's an overshare. He just does. <laughs> he just gives us too much. Yeah, he's like, oh, dude, check out this In-N-Out burger. It's great, dude. You got to come out here and eat this stuff. Like, I don't have them out here, dude. All I got is He's bragging. He's bragging. Yeah, it's bragging. Dude, weed's been legal out here for about 15 years. What are you doing over there? Get out of here. <laughs> it's a humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I feel like uh, Bruce Willis in uh, Die Hard. I don't think of it Fucking that way. California. I don't think of it that way when he does it, but you're right. Now that now you, you put that like, oh, dude, you got to come out here. We got the Dodgers, the Lakers, the Giants, the Sharks, the Clippers, the Chargers, the Padres. Like, there's so many sports teams out here, dude. <laughs> so now we're now Justin is added to is being added to Pete's impersonations of people. We have a Justin one. You guys are going to make it out here. It's crazy. We all drive around here. We took our coffee out of mugs in our cars. It's crazy. California, bro. Traffic. All right, so here's what we got. Here's what I'm gonna ask you to do, and see if you could do this. Do a conversation between Steve, Justin, and Reno. Go. Oh, <laughs> you was stupid, Americans. You want these dummy DC movie? You know, don't blame it. I don't even know what they're gonna hockey, but they're gonna cowboys. I tell you, dudes, do like this, and then but I got a Wonderburg over here. Where the guy in Texas? Oh, dude, it's crazy out here, dude. I don't believe you. You stupid, American. Listen to me, I'm Reno from French Cut. No, did they tell you the Dallas Cowboys over there when Jack Prescott throw that interception? They're like, oh, dude, no, 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 dude, dude. Dodgers are really gonna win. Stupid Americans! I'm telling you, played on a 2049 amazing cinema. You watch sports. Well, yeah, you know, that that got done throwing that interception. The Cowboys going to the Super Bowl and then they win. I tell you what, they made more Super Bowls than that Tom Brady did. Like, oh, dude, 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 oh, dude, you guys know about the Rams? They won the Super Bowl last year. It was in L.A. It was crazy, dude. All, all the Hollywood stars were there. There you have it, guys. <laughs> Pete's schizophrenia coming out right. <laughs> His multiple personalities, bam, <laughs> coming right at you. <laughs> that was great. That I was hope, great. I hope, you <laughs> I hope they enjoy it. That's what I hope. <laughs> Stupid Americans, I'm telling you, what's blazing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Back to the news, sticking with the CW. Um, we have new casting for Gotham Knights. Yes. So I love how the show is always in the news. So, yes, so real-life actor couple Ethan Embry and Sonny Mabry have been tabbed for recurring roles on Gotham Knights. Apparently, they are going to play Arthur and and Crystal Brown, who are the parents of Anna Laura Stephanie Brown. And as you know, Arthur Brown is Clue Master. I'm so excited for this. You want to know why? Because this has never been done in the history of Hollywood. Never has one actual couple been cast to play their on-life couple on TV. It's never been done. That's why That's why Gotham Knights is revolutionary television, okay? That's why we're all going to watch it, because it's going to be the show of the decade. It's only going to be one season, but you're all going to be blown away, okay? Uh, this still, is fantastic. You know what? The more I, the more they keep adding to this show, though, it, if it's good, I don't think it's going to just be one season. <laughs> It's gonna, I'm telling you, Eric, you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, damn, I feel the need to watch Batwoman season three now. I'm going to no. call Ryan Haas 
and no. we're going to do this via Zoom. No. No. I mean, I might like, I might, I'm going to watch the show and I might enjoy it. I'm not saying I'm not going to, but I don't think I'm ever going to watch Batwoman. So it's fine. Stupid American. Don't ever listen to recommendation. The unbelievable. Stubborn bastard. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we get Clue Master in in Gotham? I, I'm trying to not to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to remember. All I can think of is his is Bane with his uh, sleep apnea mask. <laughs> I was trying to think when I read this. I'm like, have, have we had him before in live action? I'm thinking, was he on Gotham? I everyone was on Gotham, and no one. That's was what on I Gotham. mean, because everyone literally was on that show. They had a Zaz who didn't use a knife. So, <laughs> and they had Sionis on it for like what episode he gets cu- he gets killed. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't even keep they, him longer than that. He just and he's he never wearing a mask. A long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Jeez, oh, that's crazy. And then what they did with Mister Freeze? Oh, yep. Oh, oh my God, Gotham! What? The... <sighs> I want to say they tried, but then when you think about it, they really they didn't. didn't. And you defended you defended him, Zay Chung, your friend. I never defended him. You defended him. No, I defend the fans of the show because I mean, you should they they like what they like, and they're they're just normal fans. They're not crazy and like, oh, you need to. You could like bad stuff. I like Green Lantern twenty eleven. I mean, he's like it. It's fine. That actually came up uh, on Twitter yesterday. That movie. Why? Um. Because. Someone posted, tweeted about it, uh, and someone said that it didn't work. And I was like, well, I might have been like, (laughs) I'm like, it might have been before its time. Like, it might, it might have had a better chance of working now than it did in 2011. I think it would have worked better in, so it would have suffered the same fate as Daredevil, regardless of when it came out. Okay. You know, like if it came out then, it would have been the same thing. The villain was a giant yellow squid. You know, like <laughs> yes. at least in Shazam, it's a dragon. <laughs> yes, parallax. Yeah, yeah. They, they. Yeah. I yeah. like it. It's, it's. There's a lot. There's, there's hope there for the future. Yeah, I mean Reynolds is good, so he's good. Like as... Lively's beautiful. Yeah, and Mark Strong is always yeah. good. So I the mean, lantern stuff. It's bad. the villain. The villains. The villain holds the movie back because yep. all the lanterns. Are... You, yeah, I'd probably make maybe like an extra 40 minutes to, of like OA training. So the movie's two out, two and a half hours, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think you need to do some of that and maybe find a way to just improve the villain. So, yeah, Parallax was not, it wasn't even a good version of Parallax. It really wasn't. I agree. I remember Parallax watching when more I like saw a, it. Like an evil cockroachy thing. Like that's at least like more menacing looking than a giant squidgy eel. Space, <laughs> a, gi- a giant space squid. Yeah, that's what he was. Yeah, it was kind like, of. Oh, they did this kind of in uh, Fantastic Four, except he was a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. So we got some other news, some comics news uh, this week that was kind of a talk amongst you guys. I'll let you run with the story because you're more the comic guy than me. So apparently the Titans are going to replace the Justice League. Yeah, like basically a few months ago, the Justice League like quote unquote died and just kind of vanished. And then the Titans had to take over and there was a giant DC uh, um, event 
I actually forgot what the hell the name of it was, but it was pretty good. And you know, Dark Crisis. Deathstro- uh, yeah, Dark Crisis. Yes, thank you. And it eventually became kind of you know Deathstroke versus Nightwing, and uh, you know Nightwing, as most heroes do, prevailed. And you know the Titans are kind of monitoring uh, Blood, uh, Bloodhaven right now. Uh, as it, so, it's a combination of like Dark Crisis, the Nightwing book, and you know the Justice League no longer being essentially the Justice League, even though they returned. Um, it's, it's, you know, it'll be, it's not the worst gimmick they've ever done when it comes to DC. Cause like, you know, the justice league's not going away. You know, I think it was more right. ridiculous of them to proclaim the justice league dead months ago <laughs> than it is for them to be taking a break and having the Titans uh, basically become the primary like protectors of the planet. So we'll see. They've done stupider things, even though that's not a word, <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, they have, uh, they've done worse, uh, but I can dig this. Uh, I-, I will give this a shot. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I, again, you guys know me. You guys know I don't really do team up books, so like I'll pick it from here and there. But like you know, most of the information I'll get will be coming from the pages of Nightwing and Flash because uh, Wally is in the Titans and Wally is the primary Flash now. I know that makes Javi really happy. We're arguing about Wally West on Twitter uh, the past two days. So uh, I'm sure uh, Hobby's thrilled about that. And Justin, too, because he complains too much because Barry's too boring, apparently. It's a, it's apparently boring to be a wholesome hero who just wants to help people. So Justin thinks Spider-Man's boring as well. Um, so, yeah, I just uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, they're apparently keeping they're going back to the classic Teen Titans roster. So it's going to be Dick Grayson with Beast Boy, Raven, Starfire, Cyborg, Donna Troy and Roy Harper. Uh, oh, Cyborg in the Teen Titans. Really? Who elevated <laughs> Cyborg to the Justice League? Oh, that was Jeff Johns. Yes. I forgot. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be helmed by who? I think Tom Taylor and Nicola Scott. Is that Which is great because Tom Taylor is writing the Nightwing books. So, you know, eventually right. they'll be, it's all connected. Yes. And Nicola Scott is a fantastic artist. She is wonderful. Yes. Um uh, she is Australian. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I mean, I'll I didn't, but I'll say this: it does sound interesting. I know this is like another kind of relaunch that DC. This is going to get you to read something. So, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I could read this. You could, or you will. I don't know. You're not a dedicated Wednesday warrior, Holzman. <laughs> I'm sorry. You should do it. Like every Wednesday, you go buy your comics, get a nice slice of pizza, make it like a nice little tradition, have a cola. You know, Has- have Blue a cola? Loves <laughs> Hasbula loves Coke. <laughs> do it be like Hasby. I love, I'm a big fan of Coca-Cola too. See, I, I just created the new Holzman tradition for Wednesdays. Wake up, take lay out. Make, but the thing is, Eric, when you go out in public, the robe stays closed. I don't Or your jacket, whatever. What? I don't wear a robe out in public. Well, your your little like coat. Keep your coat closed. Keep your pants on. Dude, it's like forty degrees. What do you think? I'm not gonna keep wear wear clothes. It's cold. Uh, this coming from the man who won the 1982 polar bear plunge. That doesn't mean anything though. That that's a, a dedicated event. Are you not dedicated to the island of Long? Oh Jesus! I don't have this patience for this conversation. <laughs> oh. I am not dedicated, though. I'm not. I'll just put that out there. He's a champion. You you I have know. to do this for your people. Not anymore. They elected you comptroller. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Oh, boy. 
you beat Sally Pazinko in last year's election. What? Who the hell is Sally Pazinko? She was the Republican for Comptroller. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> he, he achieved so many feats of greatness that he I don't remember sometimes. that I was elected Comptroller. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's why Eric keeps me around to journal his life. <laughs> when the Holzman National Public Library goes big. Oh, crap. We're going to have a lot of stories to tell. Apparently. And, and it's going to be like the video store. There's going to be like an adult section for all the raunchiness that happened in college. It's going to, and I have a lot of this stuff. And I'm there's going to be a whole one dedicated to Sally Chesterberger. I don't even know I did half this stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah, she does. So. That's fine. <laughs> okay, back, can we go back to the story? Can we go back to the story now? Is that okay? I'm, I'm sitting here just talking to my friend. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so we're also getting new books in this series from Green Lantern um, and Cyborg as well. Oh, Cyborg's getting another book? Okay. Yes. So now it's time for everyone to put their money where their mouth is. They all made it seem like he was, you know, Cyborg's like this huge part. You know, for, for months we've been hearing about, you know, gotta get that Cyborg movie going. Well, it's time for you guys to uh, buy the book and prove it. Yeah, if you're that interested in the character, Pete is correct. Yeah. Support. Support the character. Buy, buy two at a time. So, <laughs> so that, again... Uh, I know DC does this every once in a while, so that's pretty cool that they're doing it again. With this kind of relaunch, rebirth, re whatever they do. They always do this after some big mega event, but yep. like nothing really much changes. It's status quo, really. Like what happens? Like we de aged Batman three years. <laughs> you know, I don't know. So but so the main thing I want from stuff like this is I want them to get guys like you to read books. Like I know they got me. I need them to try to gain a larger audience. I need them to write stuff that you would like to read. That's, that's just the so bottom line. There's so many of them. There are so many books. So many. Save one. <laughs> just start with, just read a book. I mean, I'm not telling Save you not to person. go there and go crazy like I do, but like, I don't know. You should just read, I don't know, Superman's back. Maybe you should just start a Superman title or something. I don't know. Whatever the hell you want to read. Like, you like Green Arrow. So read some Green Arrow. That's like, what you should do. You should start with a good Green Hour book. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, I am kind of a guy who likes the more human or or, or you can get a little zaddy action, watch a little, uh, read a little cyborg. You know, you, you then you can tweet Ray Fisher. I'm not a fan. So, well, we all know why. Well, no, we don't. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> 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 so. We've we've talked extensively, and everybody knows if you if you've been alive, if uh, you've been alive, yes, everyone knows how successful the MCU has been. And there was an article in Collider by Joe Hoffner where he asked the question: Will Phase Five end the MCU's golden age? And there's some interesting points brought up in this article. Some I didn't even think about uh, until he I actually read it. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of things he mentioned that. They could do because you know, we always hear the word fatigue, right? Some people are like, oh, we're getting Marvel fatigue, and man, they we've been do... hearing that for at least four or five years now, right? Right, and they they do release a lot of content every year, and it's become even more so since Disney Plus has added the shows 
you're getting not only movies now, you're getting all these shows to watch as well. And a lot of people feel like, oh, I have to watch it because if I don't, I'm going to miss out on the larger arc of what's going on. So he mentions to keep things fresh, like they should space out their releases um, so that there's obviously, you you know, you're not a crunch to read all this stuff or watch all this stuff at one time. And then, you know, you'll have more anticipation for these things because, you know, it's a bigger event coming up. Um, some one of the other complaints is people have and I've heard, I mean, I think even you said it, uh, it's hard to keep up with what's going on, you know. Uh, if you don't, that's where it comes to play. Like if you don't watch WandaVision or you didn't watch Captain America and um, I'm a Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, you're not going to know what's going on in the film. Or like if you see She-Hulk pop up in a movie and you didn't watch She-Hulk, you'd be like, well, where the hell is this coming from? So a lot of these, a lot of these points were actually pretty, pretty good. But the one that stuck out most was they said, like, try something new. He said, you need to try something new. And I read it and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. But I'm like, they're all superhero films. So they all kind of follow the same pattern anyway. Every superhero film follows the same (laughs) pattern. So I don't know how you could do that. I thought the article was interesting. I I, I agree with him to an extent. But like one thing he didn't bring up that I think is a big factor is is the heroes themselves. Um, I mentioned this actually on the last uh, when I was talking about Shazam with Bill on the social hour. Um, their biggest hero at the moment right now is Spider-Man. Spider-Man is arguably the second biggest hero on the planet. Yeah. He's the only one I think who can stand up to Batman in terms of popularity, revenue, sales, movies, yada, 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 bullshit, bullshit. It's Superman. It's uh, Spider-Man and Batman. One, two, well, right. one, a one, you know, whatever you want to call it. Black Panther w- would have been up there, but apparently, but you know, they're apparently not going to do Black Panther movies traditionally anymore because of the passing of Bozeman. So that's a little bit different. Um, they don't have any big name heroes. Sam Wilson, Captain America is not the same as, right. you know, Steve Rogers. Uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America. He just, he just isn't, you know, right. um, Hulk would be next, right? Hulk would be next, but they don't make Hulk solo films. They can't, right. they're, they're still, that's still funky for some, for some reason they can't do that. Who is the next, like, who are the big characters? Eternals was kind of a dud. Well, I think, you know, Doctor Strange 2 was really great. I enjoyed that. You you and I both agree. That mm-hmm. movie was great. Doctor Strange is probably the next biggest hero outside of Spider-Man. And Wanda's very popular. Um, but who's, what, what are the heroes drawing? Like, they did a great job initially creating the MCU without their A-listers. We right. still haven't seen the X-Men either yet, so that's still up their sleeve. Right. So whenever that happens, that'll be great because, you know, but again, we might be delaying that a little bit because we're bringing back an old Wolverine in Deadpool 3, you know? Right. And I want to see what Deadpool 3 is like before I announce announce that, you know, oh, well, they've got Spider-Man and Deadpool. Like, I want to see a Disney-fied Deadpool before I judge anything. But, like, where are the big characters? That's a fair That's the difference. Like, DC still has all their big-name characters at their disposal because they're rebooting everything. Marvel... In my opinion, I think the MCU probably should have ended after Endgame. And yep. you start fresh. Because I think you need Captain America, Steve Rogers. I think you need Iron Man, Tony Stark. You know, like... Right. I think those those are your big two big-name characters. You killed them off. I don't know if Ironheart's going to take off like, like Iron Man. So that's right. why I think the MCU has to be a little bit careful. Um, 
and we'll see what other heroes they generate going forward. But I think the biggest problem for the MCU isn't the fact that they make a bunch of content, isn't the fact that they make, you know, now they're doing shows and all this and they're not spaced out enough. I just, I don't think they have the heroes to attract people anymore. I think they'll rely on brand recognition, but I, I don't think that the heroes will be, the heroes should be the sticking point, and I don't think they have that at this point. I we'll mean, yeah. Happens. Blade could take off, though. Blade's a hero that could strike with a lot of people and become a big name. Like, Blade could be huge. But we, I, I've got to see that. Right now, it's just Spider-Man, and Tom Holland doesn't have a movie coming up. And he's not even signed, I believe. So we're, we're, it's all wait and see at this point, in my opinion. Yeah, no, those, that's, those are all great points. Like, I, I agree with that. They, they have, they've burned through their more popular characters, and especially the known versions of them. So now you're trying with different versions of them, but... You know, like you said, people aren't going to be drawn in for that because everyone likes the traditional take. You know, so everyone is is gonna is more likely to go back to the to those characters if, it, like you said, if it was Steve Rogers, if it was Tony Stark. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be tough going forward. And while they do have actor recognition, I think the actors that they pull in for these parts are known and people know them, so they might go see them because they're in it. Uh, I do also, yeah. I mean. You know, Paul Rudd is great. Everyone knows Paul Rudd, obviously, for years. He was in Clueless, which came out in the 90s. So, like, everyone knows who Paul Rudd is, but he plays Ant-Man. And, like, Ant-Man is not <laughs> an A-list name. Like, obviously, he's not someone they know. He's he's a historical Marvel character, but he's just not a popular one. So, I think they're also banking on the fact that, oh, you've got to know these other characters through previous... Mm-hmm you know, the previous phases. So they're, they're just banking on the fact that, oh, people will come back to see the continuing story of whatever. But it's a fair point. It's a very, it's a fair point. Like you're definitely more inclined to just go see Spider-Man because it's Spider-Man, you know, sure. like that's just what it is. So the article is very interesting. Again, uh, you know, he does mention the visual effects, the, the CGI stuff. And I, I mean, I think COVID really did a lot to in for that market and movies weren't being made so a lot of the vfx budgets got cut and then people lost their jobs yes you could go back to they could do that and kind of clear it up and make it look a little better but i mean what are you gonna do you know they're they're printing money right i'm not one to complain about special effects that much so yeah i mean they're printing money right now they're even their bad movies do well at the box office so it's just that like my hope is that someone like Shang-Chi becomes a high level character for them. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure they do too, but yeah, like right. as of right now, it's probably like Black Panther, Ant-Man. Like yeah. they're probably their one too. Cause like I said, like I even, I would like to include Spider-Man, but like they don't have any plans for Spider-Man at the moment. Not yet. Nope. Not that we know. What's of. the plan, Feige? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you bring him up. <laughs> because we were just talking about fatigue and Kevin Feige had something to say about that. Uh, he says that he does not feel uh, audiences will ever get tired of superhero movies because there's 80 years of groundbreaking stories to tell that they can adapt into different genres. Now that part was interesting. Uh, the different genres part where he said that, because I'm like, well, what does he mean by that? But I guess something like werewolf by night. Multiverse um, of madness. Right. Like things like that. Winter Soldier. Right. So like you have those kinds of things where 
you don't have to just do the traditional blockbuster film, big budget, blow things up, big fight, big action sequences. You can do a Winter Soldier. You can do a Werewolf by Night. You can do, you know, all these other kinds of I movies. do think that those have become few and far between in the MCU. The MCU has become a little bit more generic. Yeah, they I haven't mean, made a movie like Winter Soldier in a very long time. Like Black Widow is the closest. Yeah, but that's still right. even more. That seemed more superhero-y than Captain. Well, the uh, end of it, yeah, when she's flying through the air, and <laughs> you know that was very that was very superhero-y. Yes, especially since she doesn't have powers. That was very interesting how they did that. But again, it worked. I like that movie. So, but that was the closest. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with him. I don't think it's going anywhere. They were saying like, it's going to go the way of the Western, like, oh, it's going to disappear and people aren't going to want to watch them anymore. I think because in the Western, it's like cowboys and that's just a certain kind of archetype and you stick to that. But this, you have so many different characters. I think there'll always be somebody, like something for someone to rat- latch onto for a group of people. So, I don't know. I kind of agree with him, but I'm hoping that as well. So, <laughs> I, I'd like to see this go on for a while, so that's my opinion. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like for a while, I, I just <laughs> at some point it's got to end, right? It just has to. I, I just can't see it being around forever. I think at some point the over it's going to just be too much. I th- I, th- I do. I really do think everything comes to an end at some point. Like this run will be over, and it'll probably go back to probably like the early 2000s which isn't bad they'll still look they're still gonna make bat movies they're still gonna make spider-man movies they're still gonna make superman movies will they make green lantern will they make more i don't know what's i think we'll get more wonder woman movies too thor like you know like certain characters like the the big guns will always be there right right and i like i said wonder woman i think we'll get because her movie did well and she's one of the big characters definitely the biggest female one so I think we'll see her continue. They'll continue making movies about her. But yeah, I mean, the MCU specifically. Yeah, it's going to be tough to see. Tough to keep doing this with as they keep going on and and going, digging deeper, deeper into their character pool for characters that people just don't aren't going to care about. I think that was the. Yeah, but then there's like there's like, you know, and then there's characters that people create who you didn't care about. And then you end up doing like. Guardians, Peacemaker, like nobody right. knew who these characters were. Right. And then, you know, we really enjoy these two, those characters. So like there, there, there will be always be that, but like, you know, you probably will see less of it. Yeah. And, you know, but maybe Blue Beetle falls down. Like I, I guarantee you not a lot of people even know what version of Blue Beetle is different. You know, like they don't right. know. Right. They don't know Ted Cord or Jaime. Like, come on, these people don't know this. You're right. You're right. We'll see. Yep. But, you know, hey, it'll come to an end. It will. But that doesn't mean, you know, whatever. Like, the movies will always be there. And they're not going to stop making it. It just probably won't be the juggernaut monopoly that dominates, you know, the, mo- the movies. movie theater. Yeah. Maybe, like, some old school action. Maybe, like, at some point, the old school, like, action movies of the 80s make a comeback, you know, where it's just some muscle brawn dude doing crazy things, like hanging from a cliff with a spoon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like plane like did i talk about plane on the last episode i don't remember but i don't know yeah but something like plane, something like, you know like yeah one day movies like cliffhanger are gonna make a comeback comeback yeah i agree i think 
things are cyclical, right? So you're probably right. Those kinds of movies will start becoming more in vogue again. Um, people want to see them. And so, especially now in nostalgia, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Well, Top Maverick is a good example, right? I don't know. I muted it after Zendik's tirades. <laughs> I was like, I can't hear about this anymore. It? You haven't seen it? No. Oh, dude, it's so good. It really I is. know. I just it's fantastic. Zeddy overhyped that movie so much. I don't even want to see it. <laughs> see, Zeddy, look what you're doing. Totally kidding. Um, all right. Well, you mentioned Spider-Man and the original cinematic Spider-Man was Tobey Maguire, who, of course, we got to see in Far From Home. No, No Way Home. Sorry. Um, all those damn names. Anyway, uh, so he hasn't had a solo film since Spider-Man 3. And he said he would go back. He said he would play him again. He would do a yeah, fifth I'm sure Spider-Man he wants film. To get, I'm sure he wants to work and get paid. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm sure the, the, the check attached to these films is enough of a reason to want to go back. But uh, what do you think? I mean... Let's just, I let's actually just... thought about this yesterday. You know how like we we just mentioned like Holland doesn't have a deal and they don't know what they're doing, right? What if during the maybe they don't in sports? It's usually like sports. Tom Holland's a free agent, right. right? Like they can't sign him to a deal, right? So what if they sign Tobey Maguire to a deal for like one movie and like well you know what if we can't get Tom Holland to be Spider Man, we've brought Tobey Maguire to the MCU. Why don't we get Tobey and Sam back together and let's go revisit that world for a Spider Man four. And then if if you know Tom wants to come back, he may. Or what if they go to Garfield and say, maybe we make your Amazing Spider-Man three. We can't get Tom Holland. We can't get Tobey Maguire. It's fair. Maybe we make your Spider-Man movie instead. Maybe that actually happens. I never thought this was going to happen. Right. But you know, it's probably also way way far out there that it won't happen. But uh, you know, crazier things have been done. No, and it's not like you said they reintroduced them in um, No Way Home. So. They're in the universe. They've now. been in. They've played yeah. in the sandbox that is the MCU. Like I wouldn't. Yeah. W- w- would it be crazy to like start off like some stupid Doctor Strange sequence, wherever, and then he takes you through a portal, and there you go, you're back in the Raimi verse, right? And we don't know what's going to happen with with the Kang stuff. Obviously, what uh, if? Yeah, who knows? Maybe right? Kang makes Toby canon. I don't know. We don't know. That's the other thing because he's he's the multiverse dude. So. Yeah, we're going to see how it plays out. But Pete, I didn't even think of that, but that would be fantastic if they did something like that. It'd be interesting. It'd be a way to kind of backdoor it instead of having multiple Spider-Man. Like this. Remember at one point we thought there'd be the MCU Spider-Man and the Sony Spider-Man. Right. You know, maybe maybe Marvel and Sony are like, well, if we can't get Holland, why don't we try to go back for Spider-Man 4? Yeah. or Yeah. And you can do it like he's like you said, do it the age now. We already got to see him in, in um No Way Home. Exactly. So you, you don't really have right. to explain much. You're yeah. just there we go. This is it. This is a new event. A lot of stuff's happened in the past, but uh you know, we'll get you caught up real quickly. They'll do like an opening montage sequence of something. Alex yeah. will also draw a bunch of pictures and they'll put some music <laughs> on top of it. Yeah, that dude, that's actually a cool idea. I actually would I would like to see something like that. That would be cool. If they can't, like I said, if they can't, if Holland Again, doesn't like want to do it. Again, like like try something new. Well, that would be something new. That would be something new. Yes. A brand new retcon, a brand, a brand new sequel to a movie that franchise that was dead. <laughs> what is it? Like something old, something new, something blue. It's all that right. in once, you know? What's old is new again? Yeah. Yeah. That would work. So, hmm. So I should I be like working. Idea, I clearly yes, should be working in Hollywood. You should. To pitch these ideas, man. Let's get them Somebody down. Somebody calls Zaslav. Get my number. 
Well, this one would have to be Feige. You'd have to for this one. Yeah, but I mean, call Zaslav. I got ideas for him too. Well, I'm, yes, I'm sure you do. I'm, I swear, all of you guys that we in our group that we talk to every day, I feel like you guys could give tons of ideas to <laughs> to Gunn and, and Saffron. Please and just like, don't listen to Justin. Justin put everyone in space, and <laughs> they'd be there'd be Martians everywhere. And no, be, everyone would have to be their traditional self. Yeah, you couldn't go. No new Batmobiles. It's got to be this specific kind of Batmobile. That's it. Can't go anywhere. Oh, but it's cool. It's fine. So that's, I think we're at the end of the run. Is that it? One whole show and he was able to keep the robe on the whole time. Robe is on. It's amazing. Everything. A fully closed Holzman. That's everything. Everything's where it should be. Yeah. As far as I can tell, (laughs) which is as far as I want to keep it. (laughs) So Eric, tell everyone about your uh, lifetime movie you're producing. I'm producing a Lifetime movie? Yes. Oh. that Wait, wait. That got picked up? <laughs> yeah. Lifetime picked up Rusty Piers. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't, how did you not know this? Because so, yeah. you, were the, you were the one that was handling all the stuff. You didn't tell me. All right. Now. Well, here you go. Lifetime picked up Rusty Piers. So Rusty Piers has been actively picked up uh, by Lifetime. We're going to shoot the pilot sometime next summer. Uh, casting will be underway as well as writing duties. But uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we got, we got to go for the pilot and lifetime's really excited. Wow. So I really could hit the, the, um, the cougar market there. That'd be good. Yeah. If I have all those life in a lifetime show, we're going to need you to um, go out and get some uh, rain jackets. Can you get like one of those rain jackets? Yeah. yeah. We're going to need that because we're going to have to compare you to the actor so we can get someone close to your resemblance. Am I doing, are we doing like, I know what you did last summer? (laughs) Is that what Rusty Pierce is? Take on Uh, that. Rusty Pierce. He's more like, he's a mythical figure. People are afraid of him, but for the wrong reasons, but he's secretly helping people behind the scenes, you know? And then, and then he'll, you know, just, He just goes after your wife. <laughs> Are you sure this is Lifetime and not Pornhub? This is not a Pornhub. <laughs> there, there's, there, the show will contain no full frontal nudity. It sounds, Rusty Pierce. It sounds much more like a Pornhub vehicle. Not going to lie. If everyone else, if Netflix started their own production company, Pornhub can too. I mean, <laughs> so, so there we go. No, no one wants to see that, truly. No one wants to see Rusty Pierce. But uh, wow, okay. Half Atlantean. That works. Half American, all badass. Rusty Pierce. Wait, wait. Now you take it from Lifetime to like eighties action. Well, that's like that will be like it's like Rust Pierce, Rust Pierce, help you change your tires and sears, Rust Pierce. All right, this show has completely got off the rails. Uh, so. <laughs> Pete, let them know where they can I'm find you. Think, like, how would maybe that's not the good things? What are like rusty peers? Give me, can you drop some bars? Drop some bars for me, real quick. I can't right now. I'm not. I'm not in that mind. I'm not. White rappers, mm-hmm. unbelievable. Can't trust them. <laughs> All right. Oh, what are we working on the theme song for Rusty Peers? Oh, it's gotta it's gonna be a rap? 
I don't know. I was just thinking. I was I was trying to get inspired. I was asking my muse, and I came up empty-handed. <laughs> so something like put away all your all your fears. Put away all be, your fears because you're you called Rusty Peers. <laughs> He's gonna leave your wife in tears, Rusty Peers. No, now it's becoming like a limerick. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He's going to shoot that deer. He's Rusty Pierce. So, I think it's I think it's going somewhere. Lifetime television for Holzman. What? <laughs> oh, Eric. All Coming right. straight with the yellow slicker? Yeah. Searching for your wife so we can dick her? Is that- <laughs> oh, he's back! Eric Holzman's back, bro! White chocolate! <laughs> Look out, Jason Williams. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Pete, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and Zack Snyder's favorite social media platform bureau, at Pete Illustrated. Uh, you can follow podcast number one, the podcast you're listening to right now, at straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page. Consider joining both. Lots of great discussion there. Everything that gets talked about on this show and more is posted on all three of those handles. Um, check out at Team Yellow Oval. That's fun. Check out the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. I do that with Nicholas and Nico Caruso. That's a lot of fun. At Italians for Spidey on Twitter. We are trying to get together a new show, but Nico is just living the life. Like He's basically hanging out with Michael Jordan and just running Chicago, and it's very difficult to tag him down. So uh, check me out all over BatmanOnFilm.com, all over Batman on Film YouTube. If you're a Hasbula fan, I run the largest Hasbula fan page based out of New Jersey on Instagram. Check that out. That's my personal Instagram at Pete Illustrated. So if you're a little Hasbula, check that out. Um, he's a he's a fascinating man, and probably the only other person who could hold my attention longer for ten sec than ten seconds, like Eric. So Eric and Hasbula are really high up on my list. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I have over. I don't I have think I'm on Hasbula. followers on Instagram because I don't I'm think I'm on Hasbula's level. But are you kidding me? Do you know how many people download this podcast? That's true. Yeah, all those people listen to your stories. That's a good point. They're just like, oh man, I wish Eric Holzman turned my mom down for prom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't turn people down. That's what was my problem. I should have. Well, that's why you only went to five. You could have went to fifteen. Mm, that's a good point. Eric used to get it in a lot. If you guys want to talk to me directly about my prom going, you can find me on Twitter at finally 33 spell finale 33. Uh, again, hit us up on Facebook guys, hit us up on the group. Uh, you know, I know you all listen and then I tell you you're in the group and I tell you to send stuff in the group and you don't. So I'm kind of scolding you guys right now. So if you're in the Facebook group, interact with us there, give us stuff there. Tell us what you Somebody want. Somebody other cover. than Steve and Reno. Steve, Reno. There's two, there's like 900 other people in that group. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, there are some people who put comments in there every once in a while. I'm like, I didn't even know they were in our group. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I had no idea. The top, I feel like the biggest fans, it's Steve, Reno, Matt, Matt Putz. Yes. Who else is there? Um, uh, Jacob Jeff Miller. Hunter. Jacob, I believe, is in there. Jacob, oh, yeah. Jacob Miller. He's, big, he's a big shot. Yeah. It's so, usually, they're usually the same cast of characters. Yeah, and we love all you guys. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Love it. It's awesome. Steve comes on the show daily. Or but week, there's on weekly. 
Well, Steve, apparently Steve Reno and Justin are week on our show weekly now. Justin is a brand new addition today, but the other guy. Well, you know, <laughs> time difference on California. Oh, California. We're like four hours at each grade. You don't have to do it on three out down here. Texas, down here. Cowboys and Dak Prescott. And they got to do it in Medicaid. You change time because of like farmers. There's no farmers in my three snow. What's wrong with you? Good God. Okay. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So definitely hit us up in the group. We want to, we want to start doing more stuff there. Uh, we're going to, like I mentioned during the show, maybe do an iceberg lounge uh, after we get the slate from our boy, Mr. Gunn. So I'm going to set up an iceberg lounge. Steve, you said you wanted ice, more iceberg lounge. <laughs> you wore the shirt. He should be on it. So yeah, yeah. If we do it, you definitely have an open. But you got to talk slower. A lot of people can't understand on. him. It'd be awesome to have you on. Uh, you've been on with me doing Andor, so he's like, "I love Star Wars." Takes a toast. We can have <laughs> over you up for the for Iceberg Lounge. Um, as you guys know, I do a Nick's podcast called All Nicked Up. If you want to hit me up on Twitter about that, it's at all underscore Nick underscore Up. We record every Wednesday night at nine o'clock or at immediately after the game if there's a game that night. How do you uh, feel about uh, Dolan's recent uh, comments? The facial recognition thing? You worried? That was hysterical. You, are you going to get banned from the garden because of your podcast, Negativity? You talking negative about the Knicks? I talk negative about him, too, so I could. See, that guy has such low self-esteem and so insecure. He's a billionaire. He's already winning in life, but God forbid you'd say sell the team or ridicule him or throw you out. <laughs> throw you out of Madison Square Garden. And now he has facial recognition for the lawyer's who are suing them, not the people, the lawyers who represent the people, they also get, they can't go. And th- th- I'm sorry. I could talk about that guy for hours because I can't stand them, but this is not the show for that. So maybe we'll do a Dolan segment on the next all next now, and I'll be able to get all my frustrations out about that guy there. Cause there's, they are many, uh, just a crazy, crazy owner, but Hey, the Knicks are playing well right now for the most part, so I can't really be too mad. Uh, All right, Leon Rose. Woo. Yeah, so, yep, he gave him a vote of confidence too. So, not that that means anything, but uh, yeah. So, Ooxus, baby. I think that, yeah, I think we're at the end. So, we are at the Ooxus moment. We're at, <laughs> we're at that part of the show. All right. So, unless you have any more to add, I have no. nothing. I've, I've right. literally talked about bullshit for an hour and a half. You've time. emptied the barrel. You're, you're done. Yeah, I blew my load. Okay. <laughs> okay. So on that note for Pete, I'm Eric. You're listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah!